You know, having sensitive skin makes finding skincare products so difficult. It is. But today's sponsor, OneSkin, makes it easy. Their topical supplements are formulated with soothing ingredients and natural antioxidants. And they're gentle enough to use every day, even if you have sensitive skin. And it was founded by an all-female team of scientists. OneSkin's products are backed by extensive lab and clinical data to validate their efficacy and safety on all skin types. Their topical supplements are the easiest way to keep your skin healthy and hydrated without all the harsh ingredients or irritation found in other skincare products. In a third-party 12-week clinical study performed by third-party research organization OS01 Face was clinically proven to strengthen the skin barrier, improve skin health markers, and diminish visible signs of aging. Like wrinkles were diminished in 87% of users. One Skin is the world's first skin longevity company by focusing on the cellular aspects of aging one skin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer get started today with 15 percent off using code tco at oneskin.co that's 15 percent off oneskin.co with code tco after your purchase they'll ask you where you heard about them please support the show and tell them we sent you for fight camp i always i mean you're right i mean they're always coming out with new stuff and so I find myself, you know, laying in bed at night, going through the app. Okay, which which workout am I going to do tomorrow morning? So it's all set and ready to go. And it's just it's just exciting to have new workouts because with with the other kind of streaming workouts, you're right. I mean, you you buy a DVD set and or you stream it online, and it's just those workouts for a particular program. But this is constantly they're constantly adding new content and new workouts and finding new ways to add different elements like the kicks and things like that. So it keeps it very exciting. It's more than just your output, more than a bike. When you hear your shout out, you know it's all right. Put on your magic pants and let's go. We're cruising into the power zone. Clip in, set yourself free. Come on and take a ride with me. You know what you need to know and what's it all about. Everything you need, it's on the clip out. Welcome to the Clip Out, episode 162. This is Crystal O'Keefe. And this is Tom O'Keefe. Hi. Hi. It's We're recording this in the day. Yeah. We don't do that very often. We do not. See if it'll throw off our rhythm. Yeah. I don't even know what to say to you. <laughs> and you hurt yourself. Yes. Yeah. I don't, I don't exactly even know what I did to hurt myself. It's yeah. just like something in my upper back. I've strained my lower back more times than I can count. But this is uh, in my upper back. It's like right between my shoulder blades. And it's like uh, super extreme. Can't lay down. Can't turn my head either direction. It's much better today. Yesterday was a mess. Well, I'm glad it's starting to feel better. Yeah. We had to stop at the store and get you special stuff. Yeah. I did that after working an overnight shift. I stopped <laughs> on the way home. I know. I just felt to show so bad. What a great husband I am. <laughs> I stopped after... Midnight to eight, ran into the grocery store to get you. Well, I said thank you. I know. I just <laughs> want to make sure that everyone knows I'm awesome. Okay. <laughs> so uh, what uh, what do you have in store for people this week? Oh, all kinds of stuff. Peloton is uh, all over the news. We're going to talk about that. Talk about some things going on with the summer collection, some stuff that the instructors are up to, and what's going on with that crazy stock. Awesome. Well, before we get to all that, shameless plugs, don't forget we're available on Apple Podcasts where you can go rate, review, and subscribe. Be sure and uh, subscribe so you never miss an episode. You can do that wherever you're getting your podcast, and we should be available 
pretty much everywhere. You can get us in iHeart, Spotify, Google Play, Google Podcasts, all that place you should be able to find us. So be sure and subscribe. We just pop up right on your phone like magic. So uh, also, uh, you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash the clip out. While you're there, like the page, join the group. It helps you stay up to date throughout the week. And of course, sign up for our newsletter. You can get all the links and pictures and all that stuff sent to you in one easy-to-digest format weekly, and you can do that at our website, theclipout.com. So uh, I guess that's all of that. Let's, uh, let's dig in, shall we? Yes. Peloton in the news. Peloton had a special announcement this week from John Foley. Sure did. This was uh, pretty uh, groundbreaking, I thought, from a tech company, no doubt, no less. Uh, But Peloton has committed to spending no less than $100 million over the next four years specifically to fight racial injustice and inequity in our world. I think that's uh, pretty incredible for Peloton to do. Absolutely. It's nice to see them, uh, you know, put their money where their mouth is, so to speak, that so many it's almost become trendy for organizations now to kind of glob onto things. So it's nice to see some actual, you know, financial commitment as well to just instead of just a few hashtags. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. It's uh, actions speak so much louder than words. do, As we tell the kids all the time. Less hashtags, more cash tags. (laughs) Well, all of their hourly wages for their workforce That's where they're going to start. So they are investing $60 million to increase hourly wages. Effective July 1st, all North American and European-based non-commissioned hourly team members are getting a $3 per hour pay increase. So that brings the starting hourly rate at Peloton to $19 an hour. Are they hiring? (laughs) (laughs) Why, yes, yes, they are. As a matter of fact, if you go to the uh, place where like their webpage, they have all that. They have tons and tons of openings. Anything for uh, somebody that has no real skills but likes to make dick jokes. I didn't see that on the list. Damn it. No, no. Uh, They're also going to invest 20 million dollars in learning and development programs with a dedicated focus on hourly teammates. And then they're going to continue to support the fight against systematic racism at the institutional level. And they are investing $20 million in third-party nonprofit organizations dedicated to this cause. So that's going to continue the initiative they started last month by donating that 500000 donation to the NAACP Legal Defense and Education Fund. So this goes beyond that. Gotcha. Um, so that's another $20 million. And then uh, they are also saying that they're going to continue to democratize access to fitness and bring health and wellness to all communities. So they are focused on making product and content more accessible to underserved communities via digital and connected fitness platforms. In four years, it is our goal that at least 10% of the classes are streamed to and taken by members of these communities. And so I just want to say thank you to Peloton. I think that's incredible. I really do. I wish I worked for an organization that took any stance publicly, yeah, but especially one that is so strong. I I really think that's incredible. So hat tip to them. Yeah, absolutely. Peloton stock ticker. Peloton stock hits yet another record high. Yeah, and this another is, one today, because this, this is from yesterday. No, be- I guess this was this morning. Sorry. This is becoming a weekly story. I know. Well, <laughs> this one, they hit three records this week. Three daily in a row records, all-time highs. Uh, so this morning, it hit a high of $57 per share. 
it nice. is it has since gone back down we're at 55 65 um but it has been on a roll analysts uh, including stifle nicholas have been hailing lauding peloton this week <laughs> there was uh i believe it was stifle that said that the uh target was 62 and now another company came out and said it was at 70 uh that's the target price for peloton so people are throwing money at it apparently all these covid rates going up in all the states right right now it's like 28 states have this this morning uh that means that people are throwing all their money in stocks that are impacted in a positive way by covid and peloton is raking it in well, it's a shame that that's why, because I think it is a shame. I think that uh, it's it's worth it regardless. But it's nice to see I don't know people realizing the benefit of having the equipment in your own house. Yeah, I uh, I agree with that. I had somebody tell me today they felt like it was overvalued, and I, I disagree with that. Um, personally, I think that the stock market really just doesn't get Peloton. Yeah, and they didn't whenever Peloton hit the stock market. Uh, I think it should have gone up then, and it didn't. So it will be interesting to see what continues. Use because this isn't just a COVID company either. No. This isn't going to be, you know, one and done. I think what people are really responding to, I read in one of the articles, it said that um, specifically this fast forwarded the impact of Peloton by two to three years. It basically takes that forecast and pulls it in. So it doesn't mean that they're not going to continue to have great, great growth. Right. It just fast forwarded through it. <laughs> yeah. And, and and we've talked about this before, but I think it, it becomes a... Uh, kind of a self-fulfilling prophecy in that you know nothing draws a crowd like a crowd and as more people hear their friends and co-workers talking about how they got a peloton biker tread and they love it it's going to become seen i think is a lot less of a plaything for the rich i agree yeah i agree and especially with peloton focusing on that democratization right. of fitness i think i think that's going to help even more i can't even imagine how many people are going to have it in four years with that being the focus and that being where their mindset is because when peloton decides to do something they don't do it small they do it big that is true so it will be very very interesting to watch so that's the good news now <laughs> yeah. some Less than good news. Not awful, but no. just a, a little issue that we've been seeing. Yeah, yeah, uh, I would agree. It's not that's bad, right? But it's just not awesome. So the summer collection that recently was released at Peloton, I've been seeing a lot of complaints about this. Uh, the letters are peeling off. The ones that say Peloton, right? Particularly on the Beyond Yoga set, the leggings of the Beyond Yoga set. I have seen multiple people post pictures where literally they took them out of the package and put them on. And by the end of the day, the letters came off. Like this isn't a case where people have washed them and then dried them multiple times. We're right. You know, because sometimes that happens. Sure. Uh, this is this is a different thing. So the good news is that Peloton understands that this is a problem. And so if you call customer service, the replacement will be sent and uh, all you got to do is send some pictures and be nice. Yeah, don't be a jerk. <laughs> and uh, they will help you out because they, they want you to be satisfied with your clothing selection. So and, you know, no need to to be mean to yeah. the people selling it. <laughs> but also, if you are if you have ran into this issue, like, you know, don't it's be not just you. It's not just you. And don't be shy. Absolutely. So uh, Jen Sherman was uh, not on the Howard Stern show proper, but on the Howard Stern wrap up show. Yeah. And so so my understanding of that is that Howard Stern's not on that part. I believe that's how that works. Okay, which I don't even understand. They just have a lot of content to create and fill during the day. And so that's one of the ways they do it is they kind of have a a post show show. Okay. Okay. Well, the post show show 
our beloved Jen Sherman was on. And so everybody was participating via Zoom. But when obviously when you're listening, you can only hear the radio content. Uh, But if you go to Jen's uh, Instagram page, you can see a picture of her (laughs) on Zoom (laughs) with everybody. If you just want to listen, we will have that not only on our newsletter, but it it is also out on the Facebook page, facebook.com slash the clip out, which is another reason to sign up for the newsletter at the clip out.com. Yes. Christine D'Ercole popped up on the website for the American Academy of Orthopedic Surgeons. Well said, Tom. Thank you. (laughs) Which is uh, AAOS dot org. Yes. And she talked all about exercise and self-care. This was an interview that she did. So there's lots of questions talking about how to deal with social distancing, isolation, what her circum- what her recommendations are about that. Um, and then she also was asked things like, there's all these uh, tribes that Peloton has. Is there anything you notice about the tribes? And so Christine gave her thoughts on that, which I thought was interesting. So there's all this stuff where they asked her about. They asked her about one of her sayings. She says all the time, take a deep breath, drop your shoulders and drop your baggage. Do you think that part of the secret sauce of Peloton has to do with peers who are accountable to give permission to each other to take care of ourselves? And uh, she talks all about that in the secret sauce of Peloton. Awesome. So definitely want to check that out. I like the headline, famed Peloton instructor <laughs> discusses exercise and self-care. Well, they are all famed. That they point. are. That they are. <laughs> Other connected fitness. Travel Weekly had an interesting article about uh, how hotels are transitioning to digital and touch-free offerings. Yeah, isn't that isn't that interesting? Yeah, that um, they. I mean, I think some hotels had already been heading this way. Obviously, there was the partnership between Westin right. and Peloton, and uh, I know that never really seemed like it got tons of traction, though. Well, I think I think if you're a person who travels to Westins, you appreciate that and right. use it a lot. But if you if you're not going to those hotels, then it doesn't like what else is there to talk about, right? You know. To your point, though, I haven't seen a lot of other hotel chains. You know, really latching on to that. I've seen a few. I mean, uh, when we were in New York, the hotel that we stayed at, which may have been a Westin, now that I think about it, <laughs> um, had hotels in or had Pelotons in the actual like open community right. center. But what this article is saying that they expect that there's going to be a lot more in-room demand for things like a mirror, right. like a Peloton. So you don't even have to leave your room because you don't want to go to the icky fitness center. Right. You know, I would think that th- that's kind of a great area for a mirror or tonal to access just because it doesn't eat up any of the footprint of the room in the way a Peloton does. Like not trying to argue against Peloton, but, yeah, but you know, when yeah. you get to some of those hotels, especially in big cities like New York or San Francisco, they're, they're pretty small. They're pretty tiny and to sneak a bike into there might be difficult, but to hang something on the wall and just have a little bit of clearance for the for the arms to come out seems pretty achievable. It does. I would say even the bike isn't that much of a huge footprint. Sure. But now they're not going to be able to stick a tread in every room. There's no way you can put a tread. That'll it's have to be reserved gonna... for the, the suites. Yeah. The, the, the penthouse. The, yeah. The really, <laughs> the really fancy hotels. That, yeah. That we'll never be. We'll never be. We'll in. never be. In. No. <laughs> Um, but they they also talk in this article, which is just fascinating, about how spas 
are going to address this. Like yeah. one of the one of the things that they're thinking that is going to happen is people are going to be uh, looking for things like a hyper ice, which is a self massage tool. Oh, that gotcha. You use. Um, and so uh, they think that there's going to be a lot more of those that you can kind of work out your own uh, kinks that you get from working out, you know, when you get sore. And I just kind of find that whole cycle fascinating. Right. Uh, so it'll it'll be interesting. I mean, I think this was always kind of like with Peloton. I feel like this entire thing was already headed down this path. We've just fast forwarded. Absolutely. I saw an article on a totally uh, different website about <laughs> one of about how Uh-oh. the the. <laughs> The massage parlors are trying to figure out touch-free happy endings. So, good, well, good luck to you. Yeah, that'll, that'll be interesting. And then Pop Sugar had an article. Yeah, um, and it was uh, featuring an interview with Selena Samuela, and she talks all about intervals. So Selena, as you know, is one of our tread instructors for right. Peloton. So she talks all about intervals, why it's so important to do intervals, and how to work them into your workout. I really like intervals because I, I genuinely believe they help so much with your speed, but they also help you with your endurance in a weird way um, because it makes it it makes your VO2 max like it makes that ability longer. And so the, the more the threshold in which you can work out goes up over time. And because of that, your endurance is naturally going to be longer at a lower pace. Does that oh, make sense? I think so. So like if you're working out at a lower pace, then you can do that longer. The more you amp up your actual VO2 max. Your eyes just glazed over like you have no I'm idea just, what I, I'm saying I'm like, to you. I think I get it, but... <laughs> Never mind. People at home hope you understood. But they um, probably are. Keep okay. in mind who you're talking to. Right. <laughs> uh, so at any rate, uh, I think that that's really cool. Also, it's just nice to see one of our other tread instructors being featured in a cool article by Pop Sugar. Getting this psychological edge with Dr. Jen. So joining us today is Dr. Jen Mann, licensed marriage, family, and child therapist and sports psychology consultant. You may know her from VH1's Couple Therapy with Dr. Jen or VH1's Family Therapy with Dr. Jen, her long-running radio show, and she's written four best-selling books, including The Relationship Fix, Dr. Jen's Six-Step Guide to Improving Communication, Connection, and Intimacy. Dr. Jen, hi. Hello. Great to see you guys and hear you. Good to see Likewise. you, too. Thank you for joining us so, again. So what's our topic this week? Today, we're going to talk about uh, body image. We'd like to know your thoughts, Dr. Jen, on how we can change from focusing on how we look to how we feel. Well, I think that it is very important. We There's so much pressure in society today to look like some airbrushed, fake Instagram model that you know, probably doesn't even look like what she looks like. I think it was, you know, in the 80s, it was one of those supermodels. It was like Carol Alt or Christy Brinkley or one of those women who said, like, I don't even look like what I look like in the magazine. (laughs) It's important, first of all, to have a reality check of what is a reasonable expectation given who you are, your level of health, your ability to work out your ability to take care of yourself. You know, if you are a new mom with a baby who's working a job and is struggling to get on the treadmill to expect yourself to look like, you know, some hard body 20 year old supermodel who their full time job is to sit around and work out, you're only going to feel terrible about yourself. And it's important that we, first of all, 
I am all for positively embracing our bodies at all sizes, shapes. I, I think it's very important that we are able to look at what's good about our body as well as what we'd like to improve about our body. I think that sometimes people get really misled with all of this body positivity, which I'm a huge fan of. You know, I wrote my doctoral dissertation all about eating disorders and weight loss without deprivation and dieting habit, Apcom, no more diets based on my dissertation. But I think sometimes people think that body acceptance means that we don't work on improving our health, improving our bodies, being more fit, being healthier, that somehow you have to pick one or the other. But you can embrace your body and say, my body is beautiful at any size, at any weight. You can work on that and at the same time work on improving it and being stronger and healthier and more flexible and have better endurance and all that kind of great stuff. So it's not mutually exclusive. So I also think that working on not beating ourselves up for our imperfections is really key. And I, many years ago, decades ago now, I had an eating disorder for about a decade and am completely recovered. I know a lot of people talk about in recovery for me. I don't see it that way because for me now, food is not an issue. Weight is not an issue. I'm very happy with myself and my body and I don't deprive myself in any way. But I think that it is really important I know in my own journey, in order for me to get healthier, I had to embrace my body when I was a lot heavier. I was about probably 50 pounds heavier than I am now. And I had to really learn to love and accept my body as it was, even though there were things about it that I wanted to change and wanted to be different. But in order to do that, I had to be able to love my body, make choices out of love, not loathing, beating myself up because when we make decisions based on, oh, I hate myself, I hate my thighs, I hate the way I look, we don't tend to make healthy choices. We don't tend to make loving choices. We don't tend to make choices that we can sustain over periods of time. And they feel crappy. They feel punitive and punishing and awful. So really being able to embrace ourselves and instead make choices out of out of love. You know, it's interesting because we get to talk to so many people doing what we do here. And we've talked to a lot of, you know, Peloton instructors and now tonal instructors and employees. And I think people really lose sight of the fact that in so many ways, almost nobody is happy with how they look. I mean, so many of these instructors who you would think are like the epitome of physical fitness. Yeah. You know, if, when you listen to their stories, they, you know, they have struggled with their own interpretation of their of their physical appearance as well. Totally. And I know like Kendall has been very open about her struggles in the past with eating disorders and body image and all that sort of stuff. And you look at her and you're like, you are so gorgeous and fit and have just like such a crazy, sexy body. Like, how could you ever look at yourself and think this? But also our body criticisms aren't necessarily based in facts are not necessarily based in reality. And I think that a lot of the time we will take a lot of our angst, a lot of our anxiety, a lot of our depression, and it gets projected onto our bodies. That sometimes it's, it's easier to focus on that than the other things that are far more painful. I remember one time in my private practice, in my therapy practice, talking to a woman who was struggling with an eating disorder and was just so hating her body and obsessing about her body. And I said to her, 
I said, if you weren't obsessing about your thighs right now, what would you be thinking about? And she looked at me and she said, I'd probably be thinking about killing myself. Oof. And it just really spoke to that a lot of the time we it's easier to think about those things than the things that are really making us sad or the things that we're really struggling with or childhood trauma that we haven't dealt with or a marriage that sucks right now or feeling like a failure as a parent that it's easier to struggle and and to focus on this painful thing than it, it that we're almost used to and, and society conditions us like it's acceptable unfortunately and I work hard to change us to call up your girlfriend and be like oh I hate my butt or I hate my, my arms I hate this thing about me and they'll they'll chime in oh and I hate mine too we connect unfortunately especially as women about being critical of our bodies and like when I recovered, I stopped all of that. Like I told my friends, like, I'm, I'm not going to talk about diets. I'm not going to talk about body criticisms. Like if you want to talk about that, like, I love you, but I can't participate in. If you want to talk about it in terms of like, what's helped you work past that? Hey, that I'm in, but I'm not going to sit around and hope you hate your body. And I'm not going to hate mine. Wow. That that really uh, spoke to me because I was just thinking about when you said that it's distracting you from things. I was thinking about how I think I do that. I think I do that a lot. I think I think especially people who have have, like you said, dealt with that, like childhood trauma or things from their past there, they might be used to that constant stress that constant drama that comes from whatever happened in their past and so that might be a way to manufacture it within yourself instead of outside of yourself and i that's fascinating it's a way to kind of continue the chaos that you grew up in it's a way to continue the self-loathing that you grew up with because if someone abused you mistreated you well then it teaches you to abuse and mistreat yourself and hating your body is just another way to do that. And I know like when I was eating disordered and you know, that decade, it was, it was a shitty decade for me. It was it in terms of my mental state. And I was a competitive gymnast at the time. I had a, a very, very strict, hardcore coach who did weigh-ins and a lot of shaming and a lot of name calling and all that sort of stuff. And I internalized a lot of that. And I then used that same language she used towards me, towards myself. And, you know, I really learned the way of self-loathing at a very early age. And when I decided, you know what, I can't take this any longer, like really, You know, I thought for myself and during the course of that 10 years that I was eating disorder, my weight fluctuated by about 70 pounds and and I'm not that tall. Yeah. And so at a certain point, I was like, you know, the best I can hope for is to be a quote unquote normal weight and just be obsessed all the time. And then I came across a woman named Janine Roth who wrote a book called Breaking Free from an Emotional Eating. And I read that book and I, and it was like a light bulb went off and a, a girlfriend of mine who had been struggling with these issues had turned me on to it. And she said like, this has really helped me. And I read it and it really is about learning to listen to your body, to eat when you are hungry, to stop when you are satisfied. And I look, my app, no more diets is based on this philosophy. 
using what we call in this eating disorder recovery world, the hunger scale, a scale from zero to 10. 10 is the fullest you've ever been. Your stomach's going to explode. Zero is you're about to faint. You're so hungry. Five is neutral. And working on learning to eat when you are three, which is solidly hungry. A four is, I think I might be hungry, but I'm not sure. A two is your stomach is grumbling. You're not feeling so great. A one is you're about to, like, you're feeling really sick. You're not sure how much longer you can go on. On the other side of the scale, after that five, a six is, yeah, I can tell I've got food in my stomach, but I'm not overly full. Seven is I'm full. Eight is I'm stuffed. Nine is I'm in pain. Thanksgiving. And exactly. <laughs> and what, I, what I teach people to do, both in my private practice and in my No More Diets app, is Learn to eat when you're three, because if you're eating when you're not hungry, you don't know when to stop because you're not feeding something physiological. You're feeding something emotional and food will never really do the job so we can eat forever. So to start to learn to eat when you're a three and to stop when you're a five or a six, you don't need to be stuffed because that's kind of uncomfortable. And, and it's not really what our bodies want. Our bodies want to feel comfortable. I, I always think of it this way. If someone were, if you eat a meal and then someone were to chase you down the block, could you still run? <laughs> <laughs> that's you know? I would never eat with this. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's and, really good. That's a yeah, really good. And, and what I realized in my own recovery well, first of all, I had to kind of mourn the loss of like, I thought my food, my body needed more food than it needs. And like, if I'm really listening, it doesn't need mass quantities. But also what I realized is that for me at the time, the negative self-talk, the obsessing about food and my body at best, it was a constant background noise. And so much time and, and like, even if I wasn't thinking about it consciously in the forefront, it was always running through my head in the back. How many calories had I eaten? How much exercise had I done? What would I eat at my next meal? Did I eat too much at my last meal? Like it was just constant. And look, I like I was a pretty sick puppy. Like it was just constant for me. And when I decided that I was going to make my recovery, my number one priority, then everything changed. And it was scary and it was hard and it was especially hard to trust the process of I'm not going to diet anymore. I'm not going to follow what someone else thinks I should eat. I'm going to trust my body that I haven't trusted in a decade to serve me and I'm going to listen to it and I'm going to eat the foods it tells me to eat. I'm going to eat when I'm hungry and it asks for food and stop when I when it's satisfied. It was terrifying for me but I also felt like if I had took all the time that I had spent obsessing about food and my body and my own negative body image I felt like I could have cured cancer (laughs) 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 so much and was so constant and when I did start when I made that shift the first year was the most difficult it was terrifying it was scary it was painful I gained some weight. I lost some, like I was kind of all over the board and it took me a while to trust that and to ease into it. But once I did, it changed my life. Like it, it it freed me in a way I never could have imagined that food is just not an issue for me at all. Now I eat whatever I want. I don't deprive myself of anything, even though I'm vegan, I still eat you know, cookies and ice cream and cake and, you know, all that stuff, as you can see on my Insta stories. (laughs) Um, 
so I never deprive myself of anything, but I really listen and I honor my body. And I, and I also love fruits and vegetables and, you know, other wonderful, healthy food. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining us again. And uh, until next time, where can people find you? People can find me on social media at Dr. Jen Mann, D-R-J-E-N-N-M-A-N-N, or my website, Dr. Jen Mann, but spell, or Dr. Jen, but spelled out D-O-C-T-O-R-J-E-N-N. Awesome. Thank you very much. Yes. Man, oh man, do you love your AG1? I really do. You do. It's a wonderful tasting drink. And it also makes me feel good. Like it's a great way to start the day. Uh, You know, I grew up, my dad always had things like tomato juice first thing in the morning. I feel like AG1 is my tomato juice. (laughs) (laughs) This generation's V8. Yes, I I do. Uh, But I love the way it makes me feel. It's like I get all of my vitamins and I'm ready for the day just with a drink. And like... Like I said, it's a good tasting drink. And it can help replace your your multivitamin just by drinking an AG1 every day. Yes. And not only did I replace my multivitamin with AG1, but I love that every scoop also includes prebiotics, probiotics, and digestive enzymes for gut support. It also has vitamin C and zinc to support my immune health. If there's one product I had to recommend to elevate your health, it's AG1. And that's why I've partnered with them for so long. If you want to take ownership of your health, it starts with AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3K2 and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase at drinkag1.com slash clipout. That's drinkag1.com slash clipout. Check it out. Man, there is nothing worse than when you buy a pair of sunglasses and then you lose or break them. I would agree. So what do we do about that? Well, that's where Gooder comes in. Their sunglasses are $25 each, so nobody likes to throw away $25, but it's a lot better than throwing away 100 or more dollars on a pair of broken sunglasses, right? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I have to say, that's not my favorite part about Gooder. My favorite part about Gooder is that when I run, they don't slip, they don't bounce, and they're 100% polarized. Um, and they also come in like a million different colors and styles. For your $25, you're not sacrificing comfort, safety, or style. If you want to support the show and pick up a pair, Gooder is giving the Clip Out listeners free shipping on their first order. Just go to gooder.com slash TCO. That's G-O-O-D-R.com and use code TCO to get free shipping. Gooder offers a 30 day money back guarantee and 100% satisfaction. Find your pair at gooder.com slash TCO and use code TCO to get free shipping. Thank you. So uh, transitioning back into the news stories, Mm -hmm. uh, fascinating story about Whoop, which we've talked about from time to time. Yeah. Do you remember a while back that I told you that Whoop was doing this study on COVID. And so they had gathered all of these people who either had it or had been, they'd either been diagnosed with it or they had symptoms of it. But they put all of this information together and they found that not for everybody, but for a lot of people, their respiratory rate went up significantly when they had COVID-19. So the interesting thing is, is that I didn't know this, but your respiratory rate stays the same almost all the time when you sleep. Like mine is pretty high, apparently, um, for (laughs) for my age. But it says that it's personal. So like everybody could be different. But mine is always between 17 and 17.4. Like 
every great once in a while hits 17.5. Gotcha. But it's like dead on every single night. So what they started seeing with these COVID people is that like, let's just take my number. It would jump up to 19 overnight. Right. And that was this big indicator that you have COVID. So fast forward to a PGA player, which I believe was Rory McIlroy. And uh, I could be wrong. I couldn't find the article quickly before we started recording. But (laughs) I, I think it was Rory. And uh, he found out that he had it, or maybe he was talking about somebody else that did, but somebody within the PGA had it. And they figured that out by looking at their WHOOP data. They, they had read the same article that I read, and they saw that their respiratory rate went up. They had already suspected they were getting COVID, right. immediately went to the doctor and got tested. Sure enough, they had it. Wow. And so because of that, the PGA tour uh, responded by buying a crap ton of them <laughs> and giving them to it was a thousand of them and gave them to the entire PGA tour, the Corn Ferry tour and the champion tour players, their caddies and the media and essential workers. Wow. Yeah, I do wonder with Whoop if like you'll start to see this long term as they develop more and more data that if they'll start to see like, hey, this thing indicates that you have the flu coming on. Look into that. Or this thing indicates that you've got, I don't know. Carpal tunnel. I don't right, know. I'm making right. some up. But uh, but just whatever. And like, you know, they can start cross referencing those data points and just send people notifications like on Facebook. Hey, somebody liked your picture. You'll get like, hey, you might have the Rona. <laughs> yeah. Go check it out. Go go right now. Yeah. But isn't that fascinating? It is fascinating. So uh, I know there's several of you that have thought about getting a whoop and uh, you're not sure about it. I admit that there's been moments that I'm like, ah, I'm paying too much for this thing. But um, when I read that, I'm like, God, that's so cool. I love that they can do that. I appreciate that tech. And so I personally am all in for at least for now. I included this next one for you, Tom. Yeah. Um, uh, everyone, we got sent this by a lot of people last week. Didn't <laughs> yeah, we? we did. It was uh, the futuristic one-wheeled exercise bike that redefines home fitness equipment while simultaneously making you look like an idiot. <laughs> you look like you're riding a giant snail. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's like, have you always wanted to have a snail up your butt? Here's your opportunity. Horns it, and all. It, yeah, that's what you hold on to. That's what you... Yeah. I... Uh, yeah, it looks like it would be like if someone like from the 1900s invented an exercise bike because it's like or like what they thought in the future they would look like because it looks like those big giant one wheel bikes. That I you, know exactly what you're talking that about. You would see like in the opening credits of Cheers or on the wall of a subway yes. before they remodeled them all. Yes. Like <laughs> the subway sandwich shop. Yes. Yeah, sorry. Subway sandwich <laughs> shop. Uh yeah, yeah. Sorry, we're from the Midwest, so Subway is synonymous with sandwich shop, yeah. sandwich shops. Yeah, here. not the Subway you guys are thinking about in New York. <laughs> we That's never different. associate it with mass <laughs> transit because we don't have any. So, uh, but yeah, it's like I don't know if this thing's good or not, but it looks positively ridiculous. I I don't know anything about it other than it's ridiculous. Like I I literally did nothing else than look at it and laugh because because in the des- descriptions right next to it just really briefly, says it's ergonomic, innovative, and it's known for its luxurious contemporary design that elegantly merges technology, function, and aesthetics. And I'm just going to say, we're going to have to disagree. <laughs> we're going to have to agree to disagree. And it's called the Cyclot, the I guess. What? It's C-I-C-L-O-T-T-E. 
as you know, Tom, I have trouble pronouncing things. Yeah. I didn't look this up ahead of time. And uh, just for anybody listening out there, that is that is a European-based word, and I still don't know how to say it. Yeah. Cyclot? Cy- cyclote? Cyclote? That could I be. I don't know. Cyclote? Just... Yeah. Cyclote. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. What I call it is the weird snail bike. I think that's better. <laughs> yeah. Well, everybody was really curious of your take on it. That's why I included it. They should call it the escargot. Oh, my God. That would be amazing. <laughs> it really would. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, you're going to want to look that up and enjoy. And we'll have a link directly to it. In, in the our, newsletter. In the newsletter. One more reason to sign up. <laughs> well, let's check in on uh, on your little fight camp journey. You're pretty deep into that journey. Pretty far down the prospect path. <laughs> I am. Point. I am. Still very much enjoying it. I really just completely decimated my punch count this week. And uh, that was really exciting to me. I really like watching the little ticker. <laughs> you know. I actually was watching the other day and sometimes when I, especially on plank punches, right. oh my God, you'd be surprised how hard it is to punch while you're in a plank. It's not easy. How do you do that and not fall on your face? It, that's that's the challenge because you got to keep yourself held up and it's a lot of core happening. Boy, I knew people really hated planks, but I never thought about punching one. <laughs> no, you don't punch yourself. Oh. You try to punch the bag while in a plank. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. So you're... Planking it. Yeah. You pl- and then you, you pull an arm up and punch the bag. You've plankified and then you do like a half plank and, and punch the bag. And you. I don't, well, so what I found right? while you're figuring that out, because yeah. <laughs> you're I'm, looking like you're really. I'm like just I'm sitting here trying to replicate it <laughs> and I'm getting a little winded. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I found that. I have very little power when I do that. I have to like really concentrate to actually punch the bag hard enough that it counts my punch. So <laughs> I got kind of ticked off and I went down to my knees to do the plank. I didn't I didn't stay up on my feet. I totally cheated and went down to my knees so I could punch it. <laughs> so note to self, if I have any really bad news for you, I will wait until you're in a plank position to broach the topic. Well, I can still get up out of the plank position. <laughs> but it gives me a head start if I need to run. <laughs> You're not going to run. Who are you kidding? Okay, that's true. <laughs> Jog quickly up the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> I should probably just not do anything that would get me in trouble. <laughs> that's the safest bet. That is the safest bet. So, uh, fight camp. Yes. Remember when this was about fight camp? <laughs> so my whole point was that I I had to come out of the plank position down to my knee, like a modified plank, right. so that I could keep up with my punch count because I was getting really frustrated because <laughs> I always like I always go beyond my punch goal and yeah. it wasn't registering my punches because I couldn't get enough force in a plank. So your punch count was bad, but your light tap count yeah was just through the roof through the roof yeah. unfortunately there was no one counting that <laughs> so uh so by the end though i had caught up because of my modified plank well, so that's good yeah i gotta i'm gonna have to do some more planks to uh strengthen my core so i can make those punches count throughout and we should probably say people should watch this space because in the not too distant future uh now I have the Mr. Science Theater song stuck in my head. But uh, in the not too distant future, <laughs> we will uh, we will have some some more news regarding Fight Camp coming yes. your way. Stay I think, tuned. I think people will find that very interesting. And in the meantime, if you would like to check out Fight Camp yourself, you can go to joinfightcamp.com. 
And if you purchase, don't forget to say that the clip out sent you. Yes, please. Cody Rigsby has entered the world of meditations. He has. He has. Apparently, he ends his uh, meditations with bye, boo. (laughs) (laughs) Which is very Cody-like. That seems fitting. Yeah, it does. We should also point out that the the Peloton Prophet predicted this over a year ago. Yep. Yep. We haven't heard much from the Peloton Prophet lately, but we have uh, not. they clearly still got it. They do. And uh, that also is kind of a good indicator that even when you think maybe huh, they didn't get something wrong, no, they're just not right yet. <laughs> That's right. A new artist series featuring Dolly Parton. I know. I am so incredibly stoked about this. <laughs> I know. I keep telling you. But like there is a whole thing that has to happen on Friday for me to be I have to rearrange everything so that I can be there. And by the way, in case we did not mention it already. No, we didn't mention it already. Jen Mann will be celebrating her 200th ride on the Robin Arzan collaboration with Dolly Parton on Friday. And that'll be um, at 6 p.m. Eastern. So I will definitely be there Um, on Wednesday, the 24th at 530 p.m. Eastern is going to be a flow with Kristen McGee. And then on Thursday, the 25th, Selena Samuela will be doing a tread and floor class. Now, is it true that these will only be uh, available on demand from nine to five? (laughs) It is not true. (laughs) So then would you say that they will always be available uh, via islands in the live stream? (laughs) I would. Okay. I would. Just making sure. Also, I am so curious to see what songs Robin Arzan chooses. Because when I think Dolly Parton, I do not think Robin Arzan. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. All I just right. like that's not who I would have thought of. Yeah. Um, and so I am so curious. Like I can't picture. I get why she loves Dolly. Like Dolly is incredibly empowering. Yeah. Um, so it makes perfect sense to me. But I'm just like, I never even thought about what kind of class Robin Arzan would put together. So I'm just dying to see this playlist. I can't wait. Awesome. Well, uh, get your leggings of many colors ready. <laughs> For the Dolly Parton collaboration. (laughs) The Pride Collection was restocked. It was. They promised by mid-June. Didn't quite make it by the 15th, but they got it up this week. And uh, in case you missed it, it's probably too late now. But there was a new hoodie that was introduced. Ah. I had to have it. I I think that's code for you bought a hoodie. Oh, I definitely bought a hoodie. Now, in my defense, it was the only hoodie that I bought. I didn't buy any of the summer collection. So I think you need to tell you need to give me credit for how much money I saved you. Is that how that works? Yes. Okay. Well, when I think summer collections, I think hoodies. (laughs) I don't care. This was the pride collection, though. And this, this was the only hoodie they had. Okay. I'll allow it. Thank you. Yeah. I'm sure that makes I'm sure they were concerned. I'm doing my part to support pride. I really am because I bought all the Under Armour stuff, too. (laughs) Found out this week, guys, I love rainbows and I'm a sucker for it. Almost bought a coach purse and then I decided that was a little ridiculous. (laughs) Well, I did buy you those Lisa Frank leggings. I know, and I wear those, too. (laughs) So we talked last week about our Shannon Curtis concert coming up. Just plug that real quick. We did. So you guys are being really shy about joining us for this. It's funny how people... Get about because when we did the house concert, we had a lot of the same yeah. uh, uh, concerns from people at first, and then everybody that came positively loved it. It's such a special experience. I wish that I could really relate to people how special this is, and it's just it's kind of a magical moment, you know. Um, 
Shannon has this way of just like capturing your heart with her music. She is such a genuinely good person and that comes across both both when she just talks to you and in her music. Yeah. So and I I like the shows in terms of how they it's not just she plays you know, songs for 45 minutes or something. It's like there's typically like an overarching theme and almost a storytelling aspect to it as well. Yeah. That, uh, that, that I think is really cool. I totally agree. And so, so like picture this, if you're having trouble understanding what's going to happen, picture this, you're going to log in to a zoom call. We're going to have a few minutes where we all just chat. We're just like, Hey, who's, who's on and introduce ourselves a little bit. And then, uh, Shannon will start playing. And singing and her husband Jamie will be doing a little background musician thing uh, and you'll see them on zoom they won't see you at that point we, we will all just see Shannon and Jamie it's not going to be focused on you the whole time and then we all enjoy this beautiful music that they put together and then at the end of it we get to chat a little bit more hang it just kind of hang out with a regular little zoom call yeah It'll be fun. It'll be totally fun. I, I want you guys to be there. You're going to miss out. This, I'm telling you something so, so special. If you're on the fence at all or you think, oh, I don't know if I like that music, just give it a try. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, we'll include some links in the uh, newsletter this week so you can check her out. And I did do that last okay. week as well. Yeah. Yeah. So you can sign up for that at theclipout.com. And also, I'm sure we'll have posts and stuff about it on our Facebook group. Yes, definitely. All for one rides are happening. Yes. And you remember these, right? No, I can tell. Well, there's a lot of new I've people. Heard the, the name, like the name, but I don't remember what they are. Well, this, this is the special, special, special event that happens every year for the last three years. And what it is, is that all of the instructors for a, a specific discipline teach the class together. Okay. So all of the cycle instructors come together to teach a cycle class. All of the tread instructors come together to teach a tread class. All of the yoga instructors come together to teach a yoga class. So um, last year, they were all done on demand and it sounds like this will be done on demand this year as well and i've had a lot of people ask me what is this going to look like in the past they've had two instructors on screen at a time it starts with one halfway through the song another instructor they comes out tap out and the next one comes in yes. yeah so i don't know how they're going to do it but i would not be shocked if it's never more than two people on screen at a time and maybe they even recorded these at different times right, right. because of social distancing. But I don't know. It also could be that New York has gotten better enough that they could they could film it and everybody together. I really don't know the answer to that, but we will see soon. It's going to be dropping on July 2nd. And so not even sure how many classes there will be yet, if it will be just the three, if they're going to do something else, because the UK teams are participating this year. So does that mean there will be six all for one classes? Sure. I, I really don't know what they're going to do, but I'm super excited to find out. And then Peloton uh, celebrated Juneteenth last Friday. They did. And um, I'm going to tell you right now, if you guys did not get a chance to take any of these classes, please, please, please do so. I took a class with Chase that completely blew my mind. He did an entire history lesson while running. <laughs> First of all, just to be able to have the physical ability right. to teach while running. Let's just give him kudos for that. But he also made it interesting. And the music that he put together with the actual background of what he was talking about was like just amazing. It was so powerful. It really told a story. He used the entire class to tell a freaking story. It was art. It was just art. It was a moving meditation. It was art. It was fantastic. And I have heard the same things, glowing recommendations from the ride with Tunde 
and the flow with Chelsea. So if you miss those, please, please, please make sure you check them out. If you're looking to avoid carbs, it's always a challenge trying to find bread that fits in with your keto lifestyle. Right, because you want to make sure that it tastes good and you want to make sure it has good ingredients. So I think Hero Bread does both. Especially when you're in the store, you are overwhelmed with bread choices. Yes. And I've had other breads before that claim to have low net carbs and you are certainly sacrificing taste texture size yes none of that with hero bread no because sometimes on the ones that have the low net carbs they have like no substance to it (laughs) it's like eating air it is and hero bread actually really tasted good and it felt like a solid piece of bread like i did not feel like i was giving up something i was surprised at how big each slice of bread was here's the real test of a piece of bread (laughs) i didn't make a sandwich with these i just had toast which you love because you have toast almost every day i do it was the (laughs) best textured bread of this sort that i've ever had and if you're doing the math it's zero to one grams of net carbs zero gram sugar and high in fiber so don't give up being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to hero.co and use code TCO at checkout. That's TCO at H-E-R-O dot C-O. Checking in with the Peloton community. So uh, joining us today via the magic of Skype phone is Greg Hoskins and Chrissy McDowell. Spoiler alert. They're engaged. <laughs> <laughs> and and uh, what's and. and scheduled to be married in August, fingers crossed. I'm <laughs> crossing yes. my fingers because yeah. of COVID, not because I question oh, the stability okay, of the relationship. Okay. Woo, nice our, save, our love Tom. Is stronger than COVID. Just to be clear. Good, good. Good. That's <laughs> yeah. I was like, wait, I'm not questioning. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, Tom, where are you going with this? <laughs> Hopefully appearing on our show doesn't make them, you know, change direction. <laughs> like, this is an outrage. <laughs> okay, so this will be uh, an interesting interview for us because you guys are obviously a couple and Tom and I are a couple. And so you guys have a Peloton, or but you also have fight camp. So there's there's a lot of workout variables happening here. Is that yes, accurate? Okay. Yeah. Okay. So so let's start with the Peloton side since it's a Peloton podcast. How how did you guys originally come across Peloton? Peloton is my half of the exercise equipment. Um, <laughs> and I heard about it for years. And I actually, to be honest, always hated cycling. Um, I used to take cycling classes and I did not enjoy it at all. But at the end of the Christmas break this year, I decided it was time to really kick my butt into high gear. And so I ordered it on the drive back from our Christmas trip after feeling really full of a lot of cookies. Um, (laughs) And I heard of, um, I have a lot of friends that are pretty obsessed with it. And so I just dove all in. (laughs) So I have a question that I was previously not damaging your relationship, but I'm going to ask one now that Uh might. (laughs) Here we go. (laughs) Ordering it the day after Christmas. Is this a comment on the quality of gifts received. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> I had eight hours in a car and I got <laughs> a lot of time to research. <laughs> You're like, screw it, I'm doing it now. Yeah, it was mine by the time we got home. 
that's, that's awesome. Okay. All right. So then tell us about how Fight Camp came into your life. Uh, well, kind of the same story. I kind of ordered it as a Christmas gift for myself <laughs> back in <laughs> December of 2018. So, okay. Okay. Um, so it, her ordering one at the day after Christmas was vengeance. <laughs> I think so. You're quite camp and already do a Peloton. Yeah. Take that. <laughs> All right. Okay. And so, so like, do you both use both products? You only, you, one of you only uses Peloton. One of you only uses Fight Camp. How does it work in your house? Yeah. I, um, like Chrissy, where she started to hate biking, I continue to hate biking. So I actually don't (laughs) jump on the bike. Um, (laughs) but I, I primarily use Fight Camp. I've tried to talk her into, to get into that a little bit. She keeps telling me she will try it, but she hasn't tried it yet. (laughs) Um, and, uh, as far as my Peloton use, I use the streaming app, um, to do strength training and some of the hit stuff. Okay. All right. So you, you use their different exercises. You're just not into the cycling portion of it. So you use the other content that they have. Okay. And, and, and how about you, Chrissy, you just use the Peloton bike or do you use other content that they have? Oh no, I love all the other content. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, so you, I love it you're, all. you're all in on the Peloton side. I'm all in. I've been really impressed with it. Um, <laughs> I got, I got kind of sick in February and had to take a little break. So I, I have not been like the best Peloton user, but, um, I began to love cycling, ordered all the cute workout clothes. I just absolutely loved it. <laughs> That's good. So do, do these pieces of equipment reside in the same area or do you have, do you have to keep them separate? <laughs> no, they couldn't be farther apart. They're on two different floors. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. I don't want to look at that when I'm working out. Are you kidding yeah, me? Yeah, so whose is where? <laughs> I'm picturing a man cave situation. Uh, I've got a man corner in the garage. <laughs> but, uh, I have uh, the fight camp workout stuff, some weights and, and a TV to stream all the, the workouts too. And then uh, the Peloton is upstairs in our loft. I want nice. to be able to hang out with the kids while they do it. Smart. That's smart. Yeah. Yeah. So you guys never work out together. Absolutely not. No. <laughs> we, we went for a jog once. Once. <laughs> and then she stopped and went back and I kept going. So I don't know. Working out together is, is a kind of our own thing right now. And, you know, and, and we're teasing, but like, that's not the worst thing. Like, it's sometimes no. it's good to just have have some time to yourself like that's not a character flaw that's just tom yeah. defending himself because he doesn't work out at all <laughs> yeah. and, and one of the reasons we don't work out together is greg does it at five thirty in the morning and i am sleeping yeah good for you yeah i'm an early morning worker outer yeah that's pretty early that is is that is that because of your work schedule like you like to get it done before work or is that just you just always work out that time I've kind of been in that routine for a pretty long time. And I just, at the end of the workday, I'm so exhausted that I just don't, I wouldn't do it. So I, I got to get myself out of bed. And, and, and nowadays it's just, I jump out of bed and get ready and go do it. So it's not that big of a deal, but um, yeah, I don't think I could do it um, at night. So were you doing something prior to fight camp or? Yeah. I mean, I've done a lot of the at home uh, workout stuff like beach body stuff and I mean, I've done a lot of those uh, workouts. And so I was looking for something different. And honestly, I used to take some kickboxing classes at the Y like years ago. And those are always my favorite workouts um, because you get to punch and kick stuff. And so when I heard about (laughs) Fight Camp, 
Um, I did my research, read all the reviews, went on the Facebook page and everything, and just got super excited and pulled the trigger and haven't looked back. So it's been awesome. So I heard you say kickboxing classes. Does that mean, are you taking the kickboxing classes on Fight Camp or do you do like just the, the regular boxing classes, a mixture? What kind of content do you use? Yeah, I, I do a mix now. Um, you know, it wasn't too long ago they came out with um, some of their kickboxing workouts. And at first... I was like, no, I'll kind of stick with the boxing stuff. And then I decided to throw on one of the um, kickboxing workouts. And now I can't get enough of them. I, I actually did one this morning. Um, and um, I'm, I'm super excited when they add new uh, workouts that actually incorporate the kicks, too. That's great. I, yeah. I have a question about that. I haven't taken any of the kickboxing classes. So you have, like, you know, your gloves whenever you punch... Mm-hmm obviously, but you don't have any like shin guards or anything. So how one does, is there anything to track it? And two, does it hurt your legs whenever you're punching or kicking the bag? Well, I mean, it definitely would hurt your legs if you, if you had poor form, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> okay, fair enough. They, do a really, they do a really good job um, kind of going through the techniques and everything and, and teaching you the proper way to kick. There are no trackers. So for, you know, legs at least currently. So um, you know, as you're doing kicks, that's just kind of, you know, mixed in with the punching and things like that. And it just doesn't register those. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. It's the honor curious. system. Yeah. Yes, yeah. For sure. <laughs> but I mean, you're only fooling yourself, right? Well, yeah. So if you're not doing them like that, right. why yeah. even taking the class? It's, it's like kickboxing. The exercise equivalent of a take a penny, leave a penny. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And it's added just another dynamic to the workouts. And I find myself uh, even more winded when, when all the kicks are involved, too. So it's been awesome. I bet. I bet it's even more of a full body workout at that point. Yeah, for sure. So is that kind of your favorite thing about Fight Camp or is there, do you have something different that really draws you in or what are your thoughts on that? I think it's just, like I said before, I think it's just like being able to, because I mean, I've done all the other different um, streaming workouts and things that I've done before. It's just, it's non-contact, of course, because you're like lifting weights and you're doing plyometrics and doing all this stuff. Um, but with fight camp, you get to punch stuff, you get to kick stuff. And it's like, it's an awesome stress reliever. It definitely wakes you up first thing definitely. in the morning. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it's just, um, and, and all the workouts that they have are, are different. All the trainers are totally different, have a different way of approaching their workouts and stuff. So just the variety of the content, um, and the trainers and music and everything is just, um, just been great. That's awesome. I think that fight camp should come out with a bag. Where there's an eight by ten f- like frame in it, where you can slide in a picture of someone you don't like. That would, that would give me a little bit of extra motivation, right? Like See, and it could be like uh like one of those lenticular things, like you used so to. So like on... they give like different faces. Yeah, like you punch so them like, and they're like, ah! so like they're smiling, and then if you punch it, it like shifts, and they're like, oh. <laughs> You You're onto something. something there. I know. <laughs> so when Fight Camp does that, they owe me like twenty dollars. I something. agree. I agree. We'll go. That's we'll go ask them for that. <laughs> <laughs> and Chrissy, how about you for Peloton? Like, what is your favorite part about Peloton? I um, love the equipment. To be honest, I love the screen. I love the interactivity with other people. How you can kind of see where you are ranking, which I'm usually in the bottom like three percent. Um, <laughs> we're working on that. Um, but 
it's it's a nice piece of equipment. The classes are amazing. They're really motivating. I've actually started to really love cycling, which I didn't think was possible. That's great. That's interesting. You didn't think was possible, but you bought one. Yeah, I find that interesting, too. You guys I get have a it. wedding to get ready for. <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. So okay. that, be, you know, you were like, I have a very specific goal in mind. And if I, I guess you were probably thinking if I don't like it, I can always sell it afterwards. Yeah. And I thought, honestly, I mean, the expense of it, I knew I would have to, I have to use it. Right. So I'd I'm kind of required. I can't just give up on it like I would any old streaming class. That's true. I mean, there is a certain guilt factor that makes you, you know, but but how great is it that you don't do it because you feel guilty? You do it because you enjoy it. I love it. My kids have even started to get on it, too. Aw, how old are they? The five-year-old, that one doesn't really work, but um, the eight (laughs) and nine-year-old like to slip on the big shoes and um, (laughs) they have a ton of fun with it. That's great. So had you done stuff prior to Peloton or was that just kind of your, you just jumped in feet first to exercise? Um, I would say I jumped in feet first in the past. I've done, um, I kind of need group motivation for me. Um, I'm not like Greg where I can just do anything streaming. So, um, which I feel like Peloton is group motivation and there's such good, um, resources online, like big groups, but I've done, you know, peer bar classes and things like that. Anything streaming I was not super successful with though. Okay. Why? And so why do you think Peloton is different for you? Um, it feels like a group workout to me. Yeah. I could totally see that. Yeah. It's very engaging. It is. Yeah. And I love the instructors. Do you have a favorite? Cody. <laughs> <laughs> you almost sounded a little guilty. <laughs> Cody's amazing dance moves. <laughs> <laughs> have you taken any uh, his cardio class, his cardio dance class? Uh, I know. Is it amazing? Uh, yeah, you need to check that out. That's a lot of fun. I absolutely will. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was him and uh, Emma doing that one, and it was so much fun. Oh, I love that. I'm definitely going to try that. <laughs> yeah. And how about whenever for fight camp, you said you had done things like beach body and stuff like that. So you're clearly, you're clearly Greg's self disciplined, self-motivated when it comes to workouts. You're like, okay, I can, I can go do this thing. But, but yeah, I feel like fight camp is different than like Beachbody because it's, there's always new content coming out. And so I feel like it's, it's motivating in a very different way. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'm always basically, you know, when I, I, I usually do fight camp three to four times a week and then I'll stream one of the Peloton strength or, hit workouts, you know, three-ish times a week or so. But for fight camp, I always, I mean, you're right. I mean, they're always coming out with new stuff. And so I find myself, you know, laying in bed at night, going through the app. Okay, which which workout am I going to do tomorrow morning? So it's all set and ready to go. And it's just it's just exciting to have um, new workouts because with, with the other kind of stream workouts, you're right. I mean, you, you, you buy a DVD set and or you stream it online and it's just those workouts for a particular program, but this is constantly, they're, they're constantly adding new content and new workouts and finding new ways to add different elements like the kicks and things like that. So it keeps it very exciting. Awesome. So uh, if, if she ever gets you to try the Peloton, don't, don't punch it. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like that's I, there's a, no promises, Tom. I, I, <laughs> it just sounds like that's a big step. Sounds like that's a big selling point for you. And you just want to make sure just he's... don't punch. Yeah. 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 I mean, I'm, honestly, I'm trying to get you to be selfish on your own behalf. They're not cheap. You know? and, They're not. 
if you damage it, she's going to expect you to buy another one. That's true. That's true. I don't think that's covered under warranty. I'm pretty sure it's not. <laughs> okay, I can't fit into her shoes. So as long as we don't buy new shoes, then I'm I'm golden. Okay, <laughs> to buy them shoes. Yeah. Also, yeah. they have the the cages, so you could always you could always ride with the cages. Not helping. Okay. <laughs> I was trying. I just can't. I, I mean, I know I know. Tom just doesn't like to exercise in yeah, general. I'm just flat out lazy. But if you like to exercise, I'm a little perplexed that you don't you don't like the biking at all. Like none of it. Like, you, have you tried just ride? Have you tried a scenic ride? Because because I've talked to people who like to kind of do their own thing, which it sounds like you do. And it sounds like you might like that aspect of it. Uh, yeah, Christy keeps trying to talk me into it. Like I keep trying to talk her into doing some fight camp. And I, I'll be honest, <laughs> it was I don't know, a few years ago that I went to a spin class with one of my friends, and it was just I found out that it was not for me. And so because of that one class, I've kind of had this mental block on biking. Mm. <laughs> I love it. The truth so, comes out. So what happened? Yeah. Yeah. I want to know. Yeah, we got to hear the Clearly story. Clearly, something happened. I, I don't it, know. That was just was so it too woo woo? Was it like woo woo? But it's the same thing with mountain biking. Like we live in in Boise, where there's mountain biking everywhere, and I would prefer to take a ski lift up a mountain and get down the hill, just zooming through, you know, single tracks versus biking uphill. So maybe it's that. I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. I th- I think we need to do some more research here because <laughs> I I I'm not really. A big mountain biker. First of all, mountain biking is terrifying. You have to have like a lot of technical skills for that. So and, I don't. And mountains. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah, we don't. We don't have those in Missouri. We have hills. Um, <laughs> big have, hills. We have the Ozark Mountains, but like that they're doesn't not, count. They're not real mountains. Yeah, it's not, Let's not get ourselves. Nah. It's not like we're looking at the Rockies or right. anything. Um, <laughs> but 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 that's very different than the Peloton. Like, I mean, the Peloton is like you get on, you have a great ride with your friends and you're hanging out and it's kind of like a party, you know, and you're it's still so working different. out. It's so different. <laughs> I agree. I think but Greg I, would absolutely love it if he actually tried it. I, I feel Greg squirming. I feel like he's yeah. like, I don't like this conversation. I don't like where this is going. I don't like anything about this. Next question. Yes. <laughs> normally, this is fun to watch, though, because normally it's me. That's true. That gets the full court press That's from people true. about getting on the bike. So it's I, I, I see what people enjoy about this so much now. But I got to say, I got to say, I feel like you guys just need to switch workouts for like a half hour one day. Like a, Because I, Chrissy, I think you would like the fight camp. Like, it's so much fun to true. beat the crap out of something. Like, <laughs> You got to get frustrated something sometime. Oh yeah. So you got to at home with the the kids and schooling and stuff. Now's a good time for that. I'm telling you, that feels pretty <laughs> darn good to punch something real hard. <laughs> <laughs> Have like a Sadie Hawkins dance yeah. version of workouts. I feel like you guys need to. Yeah. I would be excited to see the end results of that. <laughs> I will do it. I will try it. <gasps> Greg, she's in. Come she's on. In. I know it's great. It's and fantastic you for her. Forgot to <laughs> <laughs> wow, he sounds a lot oh, like you, Tom. Does. <laughs> it's a, it's a, it, yeah. almost, it almost sounds like I called him beforehand and gave him tips. Yeah. <laughs> like, here's here's where his fight camp training really comes in. <laughs> He's gotten very good at the duck and weed. <laughs> Dodge a lot of things, Tom. Yes. <laughs> That'll come in handy the longer you're married, I assure you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, as far as fight camp goes, we'll leave you alone. Who are your favorite instructors on fight camp? I would say, um, I mean, they're all different. 
um, in their own ways. But I would say Shaney, Shaney Smash. That's a she's awesome just because her energy level is out way out there. It's great. Yeah, and, she's tough. Yeah, and I like Coach PJ too because he always seems to be. I think he, out of all the workouts, he seems to have a lot of like the most technical ones in terms of like the combinations that he throws at you. So there's a lot to like remember and technically, you know, perform and everything. So I really like that aspect from, from all his workouts. Oh, that's really good to know. I haven't actually had a chance to take a class with him yet. So that's something to put in the old memory bank to try out. Yeah. Yeah. He's awesome. I've been on the prospect path, so I'm working my way through it slowly. Well, they also actually just came out with a, a, they have a prospect path and they also have a kickboxing path where they actually introduce you to adding kicks in and stuff. And they have kind of the same type of progression they do with the prospect path. So you should check that out too. Oh, I'm definitely going to. I feel like I need to finish one before I move to the other, but maybe, maybe I can switch gears. I don't know. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited to try the kickboxing. Definitely. I mean, if there's, if punching feels great, how good can kicking something feel? I feel like <laughs> <Tons of fun>. <laughs> <laughs> Tom's like, I don't know I'm about like, this. <laughs> <laughs> well, Tom, what are you doing when she's jumping on the bike or beating the crap out of the bag? I'm probably watching TV. Yeah, that sounds right. Or sleeping. <laughs> if she gets up early. Sometimes he starts watching TV and falls asleep. <laughs> Depending on how good the show is. <laughs> or lack thereof. Right. <laughs> uh, so do you guys like focus on the leaderboards at all? On either? Because, I mean, obviously, Fight Camp has a leaderboard, but it's it's mm-hmm. static. So you see it at the end. And then yeah. Peloton has a leaderboard. So do you guys use those at all? I completely do. I have to filter it down to, you know, like I said, I'm in the real, like real low, low ranks there. So I try to filter it down to a pretty specific range. So I feel better about myself. Yeah, I I totally get that. If I'm if I'm like close to 50 percent, I feel good. I'm like, okay, I I did good. Yeah. And then then I like try to fight with the people closest to me, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's fair. Like, I don't like I know that you're kind of couching that as like you feel like that's not. But I mean, there are legitimate professional athletes that are yeah. that are using pelotons. Like you're a, a regular human being isn't going to be able to compete right. with like with literally like that. very regular, oh. right? Yeah. In, <laughs> NFL and NFL football players, basketball players, NBA, like Olympians, professional cyclists. Amazing. Uh, yeah, so it's like... And then there's us. <laughs> well, not us. Okay, well, there's me. Right. <laughs> and also, every bike is so different, right? I sure. mean, you know, uh, 50 on your bike might be really easy compared to my vi- my bike or vice versa. So you might also have a very hard bike, you know? Yeah, I'm definitely sure I do. <laughs> <laughs> I like, I'm seizing on that. <laughs> And Greg, your your bag might be tougher. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it might, like, yeah, it's a lot harder. Doesn't you got, give. Yeah, you got the the every once in a while they send out one entirely filled with concrete. <laughs> no, I just for the sake of clarity, they don't do that. <laughs> no, they do not. It'd be a lot harder to ship. Yeah. Touche. Yeah. <laughs> so, do you use the leaderboard for uh, fight camp at all? Um, you know, after every workout, I'll look to see where I ranked. Um, sometimes it's high, sometimes it's low. Um, but I, I don't think I've actually, there's so much stuff in there, content. I haven't, I don't think I've ever repeated any workouts. So I can't like go back and, you know, try to move up the, the ranking or anything. So I'll just kind of look after each workout and, 
mentally tell myself I did awesome or that I sucked and then I'll move on. So <laughs> <laughs> That's what I do for both. I do that for Peloton and Fight Camp. It's like, oh, yeah, that's that's how I did. <laughs> I have another great idea for the Fight Camp bag. Uh-oh. This is almost oh. as good as my... Uh, lenticular my lenticular <laughs> headshot yeah, idea yeah this okay. is a great idea because <laughs> it'll sell more bags okay right it bruises <laughs> <laughs> and then when you get it all the way bruised you get another one you gotta buy another one yeah well it is i was actually i they do wear out i mean i've been punching and kicking for a long time now and uh they yeah they're starting to wear out i mean there's really? marks everywhere I, I, of course i haven't cleaned it either so i don't know if that's it <laughs> <laughs> I mean, being all white, it's probably picks up anything like over time, yeah. those wear marks. That, For sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's just normal wear and tear. <laughs> Definitely. Oh, that's funny. I'm uh, as much as you like to hit things. I'm really glad you have this item in your house. <laughs> <laughs> so are my kids when they're trying to sleep at 530. When I start. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's probably a really good point. Ours is in the basement, so I don't. I don't think anybody hears me using it. I think I well, think you because because your punches are all like. Oh wow! Wow, Tom. No, that's not true. Like, why, don't, why don't you get on the end of that punch? Let's see how you're doing. I mean, we're about to. Like, I'm going to go start my kickboxing path right now. All I know is I always beat the number of punches. You do. I don't know how hard they are, but gosh darn it, I'm getting a number. That is one thing. I think that's one of the first comments I made, at least about the Peloton, was I was surprised how quiet. It is. Oh, I know. It doesn't make a whole lot of noise at all. It's a dream. I will say that if you ever look into getting a treadmill and you're thinking the same thing, the treadmill is not as quiet as the bike. I mean, I don't think it's possible to make a treadmill as quiet as the bike because it has a motor and the bike doesn't. Mm -hmm. So that would be different. But the bike is amazingly quiet. I so many people have it in their bedroom right next to their bed when they get out of that. I get out of bed. The other uh, person in the relationship will be sleeping and they'll do a ride right there. That's crazy. I believe it, though. I mean, it's like yeah. a whisper. Our it kids is. are just right outside of the loft and they never hear a thing. <laughs> <It's> great. <laughs> do you uh, do you take classes like with headphones on or like do you keep them off so they can hear the music or how do you work that? Um, yeah, I do headphones usually because if I'm upstairs either with the kids, then they're usually watching TV and I'm annoying them or they're sleeping and I'm trying to be quiet. Totally. Yeah, that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. And I know some of the music choices aren't um, always child friendly. So <laughs> they really aren't. <laughs> same, same. I mean, because they really get you going, you know, they get y'all pumped up. So oh, I absolutely love it. So are Cody's music choices like your favorite music choices? Is, is that one of the reasons he's one of your go to's? No, actually, I think I like Allie's music choices better, but I just love his dance moves. His okay. energy. Okay, that's interesting. That's interesting. I always enjoy hearing people's pairings of um, instructors because I feel like I feel like people kind of like go in grouping. So like if you're you're a Cody and an Ally, I feel like you also probably like. Um, oh gosh, I totally blanked. Um, I like, can't help you. Like Robin, I think you might. <laughs> yeah, I like Robin. <laughs> <laughs> but but I think you might shy away from like a Christine or a Matt Wilpers, uh, really technical rides. You, this is correct. Ah, <laughs> you're very accurate. I'm starting to develop my. This is my my psychology of Peloton in motion. I'm yeah. developing it every she time. She needs I, it to be fun. Like yeah. She like yeah. 
Oh, I absolutely need it to be fun. So like I, I go for um, personally, I will gravitate towards somebody like a, a Jen Sherman, but I might throw in like a Robin on a day whenever I need somebody to like yell at me, you know, but like yeah, in a good sure. way, like a motivating <laughs> yelling, not like yeah. she's talking down to me just to be clear. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, I need that too. Yeah. Everybody has those days where you just got to get pumped up. You need somebody else to do it. All my days. That's every time I'm on that bike. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. So uh, what is your leaderboard name on the bike? Uh, Mine's Chrissy McDee. But don't judge me. I don't have too many rides under my belt. (laughs) (laughs) That's okay. You got to start somewhere, though. Yeah. And you haven't had it that long, so. You've got more than me. (laughs) 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 She's like, oh, yeah. At zero, though, Tom, right? She's like, yeah. Exactly. (laughs) She she all of a sudden shifted into like, yeah, Yeah. don't don't judge me, asshole. I also have more rides than Greg. <laughs> how many uh how many boxing classes do you have under your leaderboard name, Greg? Oh, man. Um I would have to look it up. I mean it's I've been going strong since December of two thousand eighteen and there was actually we were getting we were trying to get in shape to go on a, a to Thailand, was it last a year ago, mm-hmm. March? And yeah. so and that's kind of right when right when I first got it. And so I was doing it every single day. So I mean there were I'd have to look. I, I, I do, anything would be a guess right now. It would probably be. I mean, I've thrown hundreds of thousands of punches. I can tell you that. <laughs> well, and, what, awesome. and what about on fight camp? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so I, I have a quick question. Uh, you mentioned going to Thailand. You're like the third person I've heard mention Thailand in the last week. Like, what's going on in Thailand? Like, right what, yeah, right I, now. I would, I would have never. Well, you know, I yeah, like specifically right now. Is there a webcam? Can you look for me? No, um, I, uh, I just like I always think of it as like so far away, and all of a sudden I've heard like quite. I've heard like multiple people mention Thailand in like the last week, and I'm as just, a vacation destination. Yeah, and so I'm just curious, like what, like what does one do in one, Thailand? Yeah, like it, it's so far eat. away. You, uh, eat? you eat your way through Thailand. Tom wouldn't. Are you yeah. kidding? That would be a waste for Tom. It would. He would be like, wait, where? Are the chicken tenders? Yes, I don't. I'm, that's yeah. chicken tenders of your life in Thailand. Yeah, really. So yeah. how long were you? Look, okay, first off, how long did it take you to get to Thailand? It's a long time. It's. Um, I think we went from Boise to Seattle to Seoul, Seoul to like Chiang Mai. I, we our final destination was Chiang Mai. It was. All, all told, with all the flights and layovers, it was, I think, like 27 hours oh. or so. Oof. Really? Yeah. Just with the layover. Because, we, you know, when we got to Seoul, it was like an eight-hour layover. I mean, it was just... Oh, yeah. It wasn't that bad, though. It didn't feel as terrible as you would expect. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds pretty terrible. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> it, it does. And then, um, and, and then uh, how long were you there for? So we split up our trip uh, when we got to Thailand. We were in um, Chiang Mai, which is a town in northern Thailand, for roughly five days, and then went down to Phuket for another five. Okay. And then did you take the kids with you? No, this was just a Chrissy and Greg trip. Peaceful. Good for you. Yeah. (laughs) Need those two. And it's really affordable and super hot over there, which was perfect. (laughs) The water was like 80 degrees in the ocean. Yeah. So when you get there, it's it's kind of like a like a resort type vacation. Is that 
Uh, Phuket definitely was. In Chiang Mai, I found a kind of a bed and breakfast right in the center of where kind of all their night markets are and stuff. And so, you know, everything is so incredibly cheap there. We got uh, like this penthouse top floor um, bed and breakfast for the equivalent of like 45 bucks a night, I think. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> Tom, Tom's like, now, you know now, I, go now I get it. Yeah. <laughs> but then, I mean, the people are amazing. They're so friendly there. The food's incredible. The scenery, of course, is just out of this world. It's really just, um, yeah, and it's really, really safe. Um, so we could have brought the kids. and Yeah. But we just, you know, we wanted to, to take a trip. So not um, bring the kids. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. I, we take vacations without the kids, too. I mean, we take it with the kids as well. Yeah. But, like, yeah, you don't have to. To like apologize for taking a trip without the kids. Heck no. That's, that's smart thinking. It's yeah. He's like, we, we were good with our yeah. choice, but thanks. No. <laughs> he, he sounded like he was like, felt like he had to, to explain it or justify it. And I'm just like, no, not at all. No, we fully, we are on board with it. We do at least one trip a year without the kids. Yeah. I mean, except for this year, because apparently we're not going to do any trips this year. Right. But you know. Yeah. <laughs> We had we had planned on a couple of years ago we we took the kids to Disneyland and we had planned on doing that this May and um, that's not going to happen so yeah we had trips starting in March um, and like we had like five things planned yeah. everything has been canceled everything is so. yeah we were supposed to go to take the kids to Hawaii in May and that's yeah, not going to happen that's canceled oh, yeah. and we were going to mm. go to Mexico and we were not happening yeah. Damn. Oh well. So what are you gonna do? <laughs> yeah. 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 First world problems. Hey, like, we're we're alive. We're, we're safe. We're healthy. Yes. That's that's all the all important that. stuff. Absolutely. But, um, but that's crazy how yeah, cheap it is. It I is. bet you that's why the city's called that because you get there and it's so inexpensive and you're just like fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> how long you, you know, been sitting on that one? I had to circle back around. <laughs> <laughs> it was too good to just let go. Okay. Well, glad you got that out. Uh, uh, Greg, what's your leaderboard name on Fight Camp? Okay, are you, brace yourselves. Are you ready oh, for this? Ready. Greg Hoskins. Okay. <laughs> and how did you come up with that? <laughs> I, it just came to me. Just it came to me in my sleep. I'm like, you know what? There it is. So, like, is there an underscore or a dot or no. you know? Okay, all right, all right. One solid word. Wow, that's <laughs> that is a lot of uh, ingenuity. Mind blown. <laughs> <laughs> and will Chris be changing her leaderboard name come August? That's the oh, question. that is a good question. So a big debate. Yes, yes. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, Chrissy, we all want to know what's it going to be. Like, yeah, Chris, what you going to do? Sure, I will change my name there. <laughs> <laughs> and on Facebook and on Instagram and and, and real life <laughs> and real life. <laughs> too funny do you guys have any advice for people just starting their uh workout journeys through fight camp or peloton don't be a tom (laughs) (laughs) how is that the first time anybody's ever said i don't know it's a great question i guess they just assumed if you were already listening to the podcast you already went past tom (laughs) i set the bar pretty low (laughs) I had to watch a lot of uh, YouTube videos to figure out how to even like clip in and out of the bike. But my advice would be to just start with the super short beginner classes, not beat yourself up about it and try to stay consistent. I think that's great advice. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, And I say, I mean, with fight camp, 
I think it's just just diving in, and I think actually all these. And I'm pretty sure Peloton does. I'm sure, but Fight Camp for sure has. Um, I think they still do like a money back guarantee sort of thing. So even if you did it and you found out you didn't like it, like at least you tried it. But I guarantee if you if you get it, uh, you're not going to stop because it's very Agreed. addicting. I definitely agree with that for both for both pieces of equipment. Yeah, they're tons of fun. I don't know how you could not use them, Tom. <laughs> it's pretty easy, but uh, <laughs> it's the best way to uh, to box because it can't punch back. Yeah, that could be that could be iteration two here. You never know. Yeah, <laughs> good point. Good you point. make one with the frame, it bruises and it punches back. <laughs> <laughs> then would you be in, Tom? Are you all no. in on that? No, geez, why would I want something that could punch me back? <laughs> Is that what crystals work? Yeah. <laughs> well, if he keeps telling me I got weak pump punches, yeah. <laughs> like, I'm a big giant puss, man. Like, I don't <laughs> want none of that. Well, uh, I guess before we go, where can people find you on the interwebs if you would like to be found? My Instagram, again, brace yourselves, is uh, Greg double underscore Hoskins. That's my Instagram. Gotcha. And Facebook is just, uh, I think it's just Greg Hoskins. <laughs> and I'm so creative too. My Instagram is Chrissy McD. But <laughs> the that's same as my Peloton. That's great. You guys are being consistent. Yes. You, yes. You, you, this is great. If you're going to start a brand, you've already yes. got a big part of it down. Consistent brand. Absolutely. That's the secret. (laughs) Well, (laughs) thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedules to join us. We really appreciate it. Yes. Thank you so much. Absolutely. It was fun chatting with you guys. Great chatting with you. Yeah. Now I'm motivated to get on the bike again. And I am still not going to. (laughs) She said she tried the bike camp. (laughs) Maybe I'm getting a little bit closer. We'll see. Okay. okay. And uh, good luck for August. We're keeping our fingers crossed for you guys. (laughs) We appreciate that. Get that in. Yes. I know that that's... Uh, I know. I know a lot of people that are trying to get married. That are yeah, my, they're they're my trying niece to... is getting married in September, and she's yeah. starting to have the same kind of freak out yeah. about. Are we going to be able to all gather in the places yep. that we had expected to? Yeah. So, so fingers crossed. Yes, definitely. Thank you very much. You guys stay safe and healthy. All right, yeah, you, you, guys, you too. guys too. Thanks a lot. Thank Thanks. you. All right. Bye. Bye bye. So I guess that brings this one to an end. What do you have in store for people next week? The longest interview in progress. What I mean by that is, this is the longest time I have spent trying to get somebody on the show. Ah, now I know what we're talking about. We are going to talk to Stephen Little. So uh, we should probably explain for for (laughs) newer Peloton owners, (laughs) he was a Peloton instructor that was very, very popular. Yes, he was. And then he and Peloton parted ways and people were very upset. Yes, they were. Um. And so he's been fairly radio silent for a while. And so he's going to come on and talk about what he's been up to and where you can find him now and and what he has plans for the future. Yes. Yes. Get to hear all the good information right here. Awesome. So uh, until next week, where can people find you? People can find me at Facebook.com slash Crystal D. O'Keefe. They can find me on Instagram, Twitter, on the bike, and of course the tread at Clip Out Crystal. And you can find me on Twitter at Roger Kubert or on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Tom O'Keefe. You can find the show online, Facebook.com slash The Clip Out. While you're there, like the page, join the group. And of course, wherever you're getting your podcast, be sure and subscribe so you never miss an episode. And check out our newsletter at theclipout.com. So that's it for this one. Thanks for tuning in. And until next time, keep peddling. And running. 